Welcome to Hills I'd Die On, a podcast where I, Taylor Cox, invite guests to discuss and debate unpopular opinions they're so passionate about, they'd be willing to die on a hill over it. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Hills I Die On. Today is another very, very exciting day on the pod because today we have got a dream guest among us. She is a writer slash actor known for shows such as Best Week Ever on VH1, uh, The Rundown with Robin Thede on BET, and most recently she's the head writer for HBO's largely anticipated series, A Black Lady Sketch Show. I'm a huge fan of hers and so excited to have her on the pod today. Please welcome Lauren Ashley Smith. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I am so excited. So excited. How are you? I'm good. By the time this airs, a Black Lady Sketch Show will be out. Yes. And that's thrilling. That is very thrilling. I cannot wait for that day to come. I'm, I feel everybody, like, it's like I'm so just like going to bounce off the walls if I have the show bottled up in my heart any longer. I'm sure that's true. I mean, you guys have like the ultimate lineup of comedians on that it's show. So insane. I'm so excited. But that's not what you're here to talk about. Mm-mm. Today, you're here Mm-mm. to talk about a very important hill that yes. you would like to die on today. Yes. Would you like to tell us what that is? My hill is that going to the movies is trash. Is <laughs> trash. It's trash. <laughs> it sucks. It is awful for several reasons. Like, it's not redeemable in any way. To start, the price is insane. Oh, like, man. Okay. It's just Getting too right expensive. Into it. Too expensive. You just told me that you're going to the Hollywood Bowl for another theater going experience I am but here's the thing that is an experience where like I know what I've signed up for it's a once in a while experience sure. it's live so the person on the stage can adapt to what is happening with the environment okay so, like, if a siren goes by or the lights get weird the person can react to it and go with the flow so as true. opposed to a movie which is like you know, you just hit play and let it roll. Yeah, movie can't, can't read do the that. audience. Exactly. Oh, that's interesting. So you're not against all, like, I was curious about that. You're not against all, like, communal not viewing at all. experiences. I love theater. Mm-hmm. I love live theater. I love stand-up, improv, sketch, Broadway, plays, musicals, experimental theater, immersive theater. But the thing that is hard for me is that the movie is just very static. And so you're kind of trapped. Okay. And I also think that, like, as far as the price is concerned, like, to me, spending that when the quality is not as good is a problem. But you can't guarantee that, like, a good, uh, that any improv show or stand up show is You can't, but it's $5, good. right? Okay, okay. It's, or it's, 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 it's usually it's like cheaper. T- yeah. Maybe $20. And with movies, so, like, let's look at the Oscars, for example. You have, let's say, 10 movies out of all the movies that came out that year, only 10 have been deemed good enough to be considered best picture. So, let's say those are the 10 best movies. That means there are 10 excellent movies and then like 2000 ones that are probably but not that's that not good. fair because that's just a cap that they put on the oscars instead of saying like you know let's put all the movies i mean i kind of love that world where we're so inclusive that like all of a sudden a yeah. hundred movies get to come up but that's just not the nature of the award but they show. don't deserve it is the none thing. of them and you so it, you're arguing that movies are trash not just going to the movies the collective so <laughs> i don't think all movies are trash like i there are movies that i love i love to star is born i love call me by your name i love moonlight 
I, I don't go to the movies a lot because I think it's trash. So I see <laughs> few movies. But I feel like to go and trap yourself in a room with a bunch of strangers for several hours based on what you watch, like 90 seconds of a trailer, and then to subject yourself to it is crazy. As opposed to a TV show, if you see a trailer and you're like, okay, I'll watch the first episode. And then you get the chance to decide if you want to continue consuming this media sure. for any longer. I mean, theoretically, you can leave the movie if it's bad. You it's can, like, but it's to just like, I'm already here. I have to shimmy out of the row. I already have my snacks. Do I throw them away? The price versus quality is a huge hurdle for me. Totally. Also, this is super fascinating because you are an industry professional. Absolutely. So does the same thing apply to, for example, if you do a red carpet for a show you worked on where you watch a couple episodes of the show in a theater space not at all different different because everyone knows what they're there for they're there to celebrate it's sort of part of a ritual it's a group of people that already have at least one thing in common which is that they appreciate or worked on or did something with this program so you aren't sitting next to a random person that only happens to live or be in the same city you're in. But don't you feel like that's half the joy of the like movie going experience? No. Is that you get to be around other people and they may not have worked on the movie, but they're collectively there to no. enjoy the same thing. Okay, how about this? Okay. Have you seen a movie at the WGA theater? I have not. Okay. So I would argue that that is almost a happy medium in between like a premiere night, which is so fun and you know, the energy is high mm -hmm. and then just seeing a movie at the Glendale Galleria right. among the Glendale River app. Yes. <laughs> uh, God bless Glendale. Uh -huh. uh, but you are seeing it with other industry executives and the energy is usually so high because it's almost guaranteed that someone's in there that's yep. worked on the movie. Like you're typically only going if it's like a big release mm -hmm. and it's free and everyone's like yep. excited to be there. Like I, I, seeing movies that I probably otherwise wouldn't have enjoyed. I enjoyed it because of the communal experience. I get what you're saying. Uh -huh. I actually like screenings for the yeah. most part, but the reason why I still think they're terrible is because you can't even then give your honest opinion about the thing that you've seen because yes. <laughs> you can whisper and somebody who worked on it is in the room and I don't want to be rude, but like if I'm a little bored or I like have, I just want to make general conversation with the person I'm seeing it with, I don't feel comfortable doing that because everyone there is in There's the a fear that somebody else exactly. is there. Interesting. Yeah. Being part of the conversation was actually one of my points as a reason where I why I love the movies mm -hmm. because I feel like especially in LA and New York and in the industry we're in if you don't see the big movie of the weekend Monday you're out of the conversation I don't care <laughs> I don't care. See, that's so brave and confident of you because nothing is worse to me than feeling like I'm on the outs of something. <laughs> so I'm literally like, well, you guys, like I was going to see it on Tuesday. And yes. <laughs> but the trade off is that like you had to go. And I'm like, you get the reward of being in the conversation if you made the sacrifice that of going so to the movies, funny. which I won't do. First reasons you dislike it or think it's trash is because of the cost versus cost benefit quality. ratio. Exactly. Not great. All right. And OK, so I have a couple small things before I get to some of the more non-negotiables okay mm -hmm. coming from new york bed bugs huge issue oh no there was a period of time where many of the major theaters in new york city had a bed bug problem okay so that's horrifying in so many ways yes that being said you can't hold that against the movie going experience that could happen in a theater it could like, i it, guarantee you most of the improv clubs are crawling with things way worse i absolutely agree with you but i'm like okay if i can cut one part of my life out where i don't have to play russian roulette with getting bed bugs, I'm going to opt out. That's safe. Like I said, I'm going to the Hollywood Bowl because I cannot go see Shaka Khan at my house.
house. Like I don't have, I can maybe watch her on YouTube, but I can't like really go see a concert, full length concert of hers at my house. A movie, if I wait it out till at least screener season or on demand, I can watch it from my home. So I can still get the experience of seeing a movie I really want to see without having to dodge vermin. Also, <laughs> it's cold in there. Okay, I have on my list as well. The only downside for me is that it's freezing cold. It's freezing. Why? No matter the season, even in the winter, it is cold. It blows my mind. So you haven't been in LA long, right? No. Oh, but you were here for the summer. Mm -hmm. Have you been to a Cinespia screening? No, I haven't. Okay. For those that don't know, the Cinespia screenings are essentially in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, I have heard about this outside. Yeah, yes. I'd be down with that. Sitting in the cemetery is fun. You get to have a picnic. But the second the movie starts, the sun goes down and it's freezing. And then you're sitting on the ground. It's very, very cold. You're surrounded by people that you probably want to talk to and can't talk to and so for me I'm out on that yes and actually that sounds okay to me because I'm like okay I can bring my own food I can prepare for the weather I can sit with my friends um I can leave at any second and I chose the movie that I wanted to see and it's just like more of a a, a, an experience as opposed to what to me feels like being on a roller coaster at a theme park where they just like kind of buckle you in and you just (laughs) have to be there through the end no matter what I feel like people are forcing you to see movies they is might what it's be. sounding like it sounds like you are having a choice in a lot of these movie going that's what it feels like that's a whole nother issue whole other thing. that's twice. my yeah. social circle that's i uh, got it got it also you can never get a read on when the movie actually starts because of previews and so now i've paid 30 dollars to get advertised to. oh man so i feel like of the ticket is worth it for the previews. If we're going to miss the previews in our household, we won't even go to the movie. If I could show up like a freaking A-list celebrity that goes to like the theater or something, and as soon as the lights go down, be escorted to my seat, I would do that. I do not need to see previews. And I certainly don't need to see targeted previews to know what the movie theater thinks of me just because I came to see this movie. But it's more targeted ads based on what that movie is and who that movie's targeted as. And it's like, all right, this is 18 to 24. Now, here's three others that are live action, 18 to 24. In, and most of the time, in my case, they're right. I do want to see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the movie. It's like that being You're said. Like, they got me back. Yes, I get it. That being said, I fall for Instagram ads often. I do, too. Honestly, I bought several things from Instagram. This thing that I'm wearing. It's a great. It's a great. Th- thank jumpsuit. you so much. It's, it's my great. favorite jumpsuit. It, I absolutely fell for an ad. People are like, where's it from? And I have to shamefully say Instagram. It's an ins- it's Instagram it's, clothes. It's, it's an Instagram <laughs> attire. And I'm all about it. Okay, so the previews, I understand because it does add extra time. You're carving out time in your day to go do something. If you're not a previews person like I am, I'll let it that It just one feels slide. unnecessary to me because in the age of YouTube and Instagram, they're not breaking news to me with the right, trailers. Right, right. You know, like yeah. I saw them on Twitter and I don't need to see them again before <laughs> I, I already bought a ticket to a movie. I can't see another movie today. So just <laughs> oh, let <man>. me be. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. And also, like, we're unfortunately past the age of MoviePass. Did you ever mess with MoviePass? I did not, but I followed it very closely. And I was like, all those suckers that signed up for that pyramid scheme. Sure. Got got. No. Are you kidding? MoviePass got got. Oh, they did? Good oh, for them. hard. Because we were MoviePass people. We used it probably an appropriate amount. My parents were averaging five movies a week. Like, they were going to town <laughs> on MoviePass. It was like, my mom would come visit me and be like, uh, your father might be seeing a movie without me this weekend. We got to go to the theater <laughs> and, like, see something. Like, it was to the point where there's no wonder MoviePass went out of business. Because there's no, it's not sustainable. It was completely unsustainable. But during that time, nothing was better than just getting to, like, double up, go to all these 
these movies. Like if you're a movie goer, oh, it was a dream, Sounds baby. Horrible. So now I will say back to your point about it being expensive. We have a tough time going now after a year of having done the math. I'm sure you're like, very oh spoiled. My God. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, is it worth fifteen dollars? Yeah. Because if it's not worth my exactly. money, then I will wait for it to come on night. And that anxiety of sitting through a movie and being like, is this worth the amount I paid? Because that's absolutely going to be happening in the back of my mind. Totally. The movie. Same ruins the experience even more fair so fair <laughs> i cannot stress it enough going to the movies is trash um <laughs> so the snacks are bad oh no the snacks are bad the experience of getting the snacks very fun but if you break them down to the studs if you think about them in their raw essence like that pretzel is trash no. the cheese they're serving with it is trash popcorn is good for maybe five minutes before it gets cold oh man and too greasy and chewy movie theater popcorn is like unrepeatable. Like people have tried and failed. Many a brave Orville Rudenbacher have tried and failed to create said movie theater popcorn, but nothing beats it. Nothing beats it, it in the theater. until the buzzer goes off on the five minutes. Okay, like, fair, fair, fair. It's the best thing you've ever tasted as you're walking to yeah, it's the, buttery, to, your, to theater number six. Yeah. As you're looking for your seat, <laughs> as you're walking down the aisle, as as the little you know turn off your phone thing is going, you're going to town munching on the popcorn. It's delicious cannot be beaten the second the titles pass of the actual movie you came to see two hours later because you've watched 25 previews <laughs> the popcorn is a nuisance it becomes a nuisance because it's in your teeth it's cold you didn't bring enough napkins agree you oh, it tastes weird it's like all suddenly too salty and too soggy you totally nailed the napkin situation there's never enough napkins for moving your ever, popcorn ever. but that's that's something you know like dressing for the occasion that we got to adjust yes to. we you have know, to fix you got to come in with a par- full-on parka, yes, your own drop cloth, <laughs> yes, you to wipe need your mouth and a, hands basically with. a bib, to, yeah, 100%. to get through it. But then you're set. No, <laughs> you're not. And the thing is, if you, even if you like use up on the popcorn, you're like, okay, I need something to really wet my whistle because now I'm thirsty, sure. right? And you've got one of those amazing $15 big sodas. Okay, yes. here's the thing. Now you're sipping, you're sipping. It's like, oh my god, this is great. I love this movie. I'm so excited. <laughs> now my, I'm on a sugar high. My blood sugar is up. Guess what? I have to pee and I can't <laughs> pause it. As a small bladdered comrade, I won't argue that that's a Whereas problem. Whereas if you're, you're at your home, you can pause it, go to the bathroom, toss the popcorn around a little bit. You don't have to worry about like, okay, now I'm like, literally like gonna pee on the back of my jeans because I'm rushing trying to get out of the bathroom so I don't miss something. So you can get back to the movie you're loving. Well maybe. <laughs> and then what you would want to do is ask the person sitting next to you what did I miss but it's rude to talk in a movie theater situation. Sure. So now you have to choose between being informed or being rude. I think the only thing worse than getting up to pee at the movies is getting up to pee on the airplane. Yes. In terms of being like oh no Absolutely. everyone's got to move It's worst case. I'm so sorry. That, that, that one I will give you. Yes. Something that I love about the movie going experience that you can't replicate at home is the fact that it forces you to put your phone away and focus or does it oh my god because some people don't oh man which then makes me irate like then I'm sitting there I'm like half of my energy is focused on the movie half my energy is focused on do I want to tell this person that's two seats away from me to put their phone down and now I'm mad at myself if I didn't do it because I feel like I should have been a crusader yes. and said something that is true and Ro- I cannot focus on the movie oh, see that's a bummer I feel like in LA the movie going etiquette 
is pretty strong. It's pretty good. In New York, it's non-existent. Trash. It's, it's bed bugs horrible. and cell phones. People oh, are having New full York. conversations. People are doing full musical performances. They're <laughs> singing along. They're speaking along. The singing along, I can't hate on. If you're going to like a live action remake or you're going to a movie where everyone knows, sorry, Rocket Man. Everyone knows Crocodile <laughs> yeah. Rock. It's going to come out in a hum. It might not be me, but it's going to be, gonna be some weirdo old dude to my left. And I'm honestly going to love it because it's communal. It's the community. That is the worst thing <laughs> in the world to me. And for that reason, I am out. Do you dislike when people sing along to the lyrics in like a live show experience? I don't love it. But the <laughs> way that the acoustics are set up, usually the person on stage is still the loudest person. Yes. Whereas in a movie theater, the way that it's set up, if you're sitting right next to someone, you're going to be picking up on them a little bit more than the screen. That I understand. I also can understand that if I am the annoying person who wants to sing along, you got to be self-aware about it. Yeah, you got to claim it. Maybe that's a time to wait for it to come out. Exactly. A Star is Born. First time I saw it, loved it. Did I want to belt out? I did, but I didn't do it. You didn't do it. Because, you know, I'm an adult and I try to respect my surroundings. When I came home and got to watch it again. All bets were off. (laughs) (laughs) That was the end. I am Lady Gaga. And and now she is me. I am her. I get it. I understand. And like, I think movies are incredible. And I think the art of some of them is really great, but they are not meant to be viewed in the way that we, oh, that we are viewing so them. funny. So to that, I'm sure you get this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is a tried and true point in favor of movies. And that is that the obvious, you see it on the big screen. I feel like there's something to be said about watching something on, you know, a three-story screen, especially when it's executed in the way that it's supposed to be, like when they really take advantage of that medium. I totally think that is amazing for the 10 people that are in seats that have the best <laughs> okay. vantage point so for that. I will definitely not argue that all movie theater seating is equal. And if that is the reason why I go to the movies, then they need to bring the capacity of the theater down by like 200. You're because so Because there right. really are only a handful of seats for which you are getting that experience. Would it change your mind if... We started charging for seats like we charge for airplane seats where like if you get a good seat, it's a little more expensive and you get a sort of a trash seat, then you're paying less, but you know what you're getting. No, only <laughs> because I'm then now grappling with the class issues. Like it's the way that like so I, true. when so I true. get on a plane, like I feel bad if I'm in coach, but I also feel bad if I'm in business class. There's no winning. It's lose lose. Yes. Like I'm comfortable in business class, but I also look like a dick Yeah, and I'm uncomfortable in economy and I'm mad at the people in business class. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel during the movie. And then people would start like sort of identifying as like fancy seat people and non-fancy oh, you're seat so people. Right. If I showed up like, well, I'm going to talk because y'all don't pay nothing for these seats. Like, right. if you oh, want a non-talking no. section, pay the extra $40. A non-talking section is next level. Exactly. <laughs> it's also like everything that's wrong with capitalism yeah. and consumerism. You're uh, stricken from the record. <laughs> We're both out on movie theater classes pricing. Yes. Okay. Aside from the obvious things, which is like, like I said, the seating is weird. Sometimes you get stuck behind a tall person, you're a short person, or you're a tall person and now you're feeling self-conscious because you're in front yes, of a short person, I which person. I, again, it's like, I lose either way because yeah. I'm like, either I can't see or I know I'm preventing someone from seeing. So I can't even like put my shoulders back. Cause I'm like, oh my God, is my hair going to be in their way? Oh man. Also not being able to control the brightness of the screen or the volume of the screen drives me crazy. True. Although there was that whole thing 
did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. You're on Twitter. You saw yes. all the craziness of the lighting like, of Game of Thrones. Yes. So that's something that's arguably, we got to figure something we gotta out figure something among out. the platform just in terms of like, I cannot see anything. Right. So I would err on like, let's make it brighter. I'm begging people to just add more light. Yeah. That's I what feel I that way in bars too. Yes. Are, are we getting old? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> when I'm looking at a menu in a restaurant and I'm like, if I have to use two phone flashlights yes. to order like a kale Caesar salad. candle on yeah, the table. Yeah. And now I'm burning like, myself with hot wax. Could we maybe turn the lights up a little bit? Oh, at least give me a spot over the table. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. Or at least give the menus with like one of those little reading yes, lights. Yes, a reading lamp. Top. Yes. And then you can have like the nice ambiance. You don't have to look your date straight in the face. Absolutely. You can like have the illusion of everyone's looking great. Yes. But you can at least know what you're ordering. I cannot tell you how many times I've gotten makeup on the page of the menu because <laughs> I've held it so close That's that the tip of my nose has touched the page. And now there's a brown dot. That's on bad. The- we got to do something about that. We got that. to. We're we got to fix the world. it. We're doing the Lord's work with yeah. this podcast right now. I, I think we are. I'm very proud of us. Okay. okay. So so the lighting in the films. Yes. That's another one. That's a universal issue. Huge problem. Turn and not even up. the lighting in the films, but like, okay, unfortunately now we are very spoiled. We live in a world where everything is customizable. You can customize your settings on Instagram, who you see and who you don't see. Mm-hmm. You can customize your grocery delivery. I'm used to being able to have the screen the exact brightness I like it and the volume at the exact volume I personally like totally. it. Totally. Me and 200 other people are not going to agree. So right in that if I want to really enjoy this, I need it to my specification. That one I'll give you. I, I do think there is something beautiful to the control your own environment aspect of movie watching. And as far as group viewing goes, speaking of Game of Thrones, I watched one of the episodes, one of the best episodes of the season in a huge movie theater and the reaction I wouldn't have chosen to watch it any other way with like 400 other people was so great oh that's so fun but here's the thing when you're in that environment like that one was an outlier because people were like screaming at the screen and cheering and whatever you're not really at the liberty to do that in a movie theater people want you to be quiet so they don't miss it so you're having this communal experience but they're saying shut the fuck up nobody talk nobody sort of but I feel like are you like a big franchise person like did you ever get into like Star Wars or any of the Avengers sure Hunger Games, Harry Potter. Totally, same. And if you go to any of those, I feel like the community is totally there. I agree. People boo when they want to boo. Yes. People like woo. For the first weekend. Yes. And then you start to get the people that are just there to pass the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) The sad underbelly of like week eight moviegoers, which I'm often part of because I'm typically like the last to know about movies and the last to go see. It's a different experience. So, okay. So then if you get to see it opening weekend, that might change your opinion of things it might but honestly all the other things stacked up against it i'd rather wait until opening weekend on dvr netflix baby exactly so now i'm getting into my two main things okay okay? all other fun group viewing experiences from debates to sporting events to the olympics to whatever take place in a situation where you are able to use your phone talk to other people or walk away at any time yes it's usually like at a bar like i'm going to a steelers bar or i'm going to watch wimbledon on this screen at this bar or convention center or like social club or somebody's house or backyard. The viewing it is not the only thing. Yes. There are other things to pass the time and we have this social contract where I'm allowed to have a quiet conversation over this way with a friend. I'm allowed to let my attention dip in and out which you don't get at the movies. True. And so I'm totally an extrovert too. My version of fun is almost 99% of the time somewhere that I can talk. Absolutely. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's actually one of my problems with the Sinespia viewings is that you can talk, 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 talk talk and then the movie starts and I'm like but my whole group of friends is at a picnic yeah. and I'm like and now I have to be quiet it's like very rare it's like six yes. of my friends are here I want to talk totally. to them and that stinks but when you're watching a really good tv show or a really good movie it's oftentimes the only time in my 
life where I am like zoned in mm-hmm. and excited to be watching it. And then afterward, I'm like, holy shit, let's talk about it. Right. Like, my boyfriend would argue otherwise. He thinks that I'm one of those people throughout the movies. That's like, oh my God, did you see like, <laughs> did you catch that? He's like, yeah, I saw, I, I caught the joke. Thank you. I'm like, that's good. Right. Yeah. And he's like, okay, enough, enough. So maybe I'm not as self-aware as I'd like to think I am as in terms of who I am as an audience member. But for the most part, I like being able to turn it off, watch the movie. And then afterward, be like, go to dinner, go have a drink, chat about that thing we just saw in the same way you would do with a show. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a stand-up show, like there's horrible hecklers and stuff, but like people will watch for the most part, knock on wood, be polite. You'll laugh. And then afterward, you'll chat about the comedian. But in that situation, you can like tiptoe out to like go to the bathroom, make a phone call. Like you're not trapped. What theaters are you going to? I know. I'm going to a theater where they do lock you in. No, (laughs) I know you're not trapped, but like the vibe is such. If you got up during, you know, hello Dolly in the middle of the number, people would be very irritated. Absolutely. And you wouldn't want to miss it. No. I always feel like a little bit like, okay, I have to do all the things before the movie starts. I feel like I'm like getting ready for bed or something. Make sure I brush my teeth, floss, wash my face, um, turn my phone on airplane mode, pee, tell my emergency contact I'm going to be out of commission for two and a half hours. Like it just feels like so much. You're completely accurate in that. But then once all of that is said and done and you can sit and enjoy. Maybe. Which goes back to the quality issue. Okay. Now here's my main thing. Going to the movies is trash because people who make movie theaters and all that stuff, they think going to the movies is trash. Why? Because all the good theaters, if you think about, um, what is it called? Alamo. All of the good theaters that people like the most, that people are willing to spend the most money for, it's because they make the theater more like your house. Yes, more comfort. They make you sit in a recliner. You're able to eat. You're able to have alcohol. Somebody brings you food. You only sit on a couch with people you know. Uh That's my house, okay? (laughs) So if if the movie theater thinks going to the movies is so great, how come every time a new one of those things come out, it's more like my home I don't have an argument for that take Do that you know is, what I'm saying? my mind is actually blown well and I love that type of experience but that's because so, you want to be at your true. house the only thing I don't love about this experience is I can't drink through movies because then there's no there's no, no way I'm, I'm not, not being quiet yeah also I'm not oh yeah absolutely <laughs> also I'm gonna be yes. allowed I got just blasted happen. at Beauty and the Beast one oh, time no. and like I wouldn't shut up oh <laughs> it just happened I just feel like okay if Going to the movies is so great. How come every theater is slowly turning into my living room? I mean, I guess you're not wrong. There's now like love seating. Yeah, I can put my feet up. Yeah, there's pillows. Like if they start bringing blankets and like my mom, like then (laughs) I would pay extra for mom mode. Absolutely. So basically, I think what we're getting to is that the movie going experience could be great if you had a home theater. Totally. So then you have the big screen, the blankets, you have whatever seating you chose to set up. Yep. All right. So people just need to start paying us more. Exactly. Give I'm, me I'm screening ready. room money and I'm sold. And we're set. And then the movie world will be better. Absolutely. All right. Well, I love that take. Thank you. Okay. Well, then that brings us to, I have a little game for you yep. that we've discussed. It's called, would it change your mind if, yes. uh, where I'm going to ask you a couple questions of if it will change your mind if. X, Y, and Z, and then we can chat it out. I am someone who my mind is easily changed. Oh, say, what a beautiful thing. Being able to have a conversation with someone where it might sway, what a lovely right. thing. I can't change how I feel. No, no, no. But I can definitely not. logically, intellectually yes, yes. be like that, I, I get You can that. still dislike a situation, Absolutely. but understand why someone else, why it might be for someone else. Yes. Fair. So the first one, would it change your mind if the tickets were cheaper? And what would that price point be? No, it would not change my mind if the tickets, tickets were cheaper because I think that there's a, a thin line, like, 
people feel more respect toward things they've paid for. Sure. So if you make it like a dollar, then people start to treat it like it's worth a dollar. And so they don't behave in a way that I would want them to behave in a movie theater setting. Interesting. <laughs> this obviously changes if you're invited to like a free screening. Absolutely. Okay. In that capacity where you know it's people who are going that are in some type of collective and are in it because they want to see the film, then you know you're getting your prestigious amount. But of- that's a fine line too because then people then start to act with a lot of entitlement where it's like, well, I'm in this union. I True. should be able to get whatever seat I want. It's like, well, no, sweetheart. We all have to stand in the same line and if you show up at 609 and the movie's at 615, you're getting a 609 seat. So people be nicer. That's yes. the end of that one. The next question being, what if you got to customize the crew you watched it with? So if you got to walk in and a little bit just like swipe left a la Tinder on people too tall to be watching uh-huh. with you. But if you personally got to curate your crew. Do I get to talk to them first? Oh, sure. You want to host interviews? Them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't have the time for that, but I'm interested. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's I'm interesting. Because I want to know, um, like, are you a person that talks the whole time? Or are you sure. a person that asks, like, crucial questions? Or yeah. have you seen this franchise before? Right. Are you someone that's going to get excited about the same things I'm excited about? Yeah. I do think that a nice screening would be. It wouldn't you know, have to be, like, stranger interviews. You could curate the crew with pals totally. as well. Which yeah. is, okay. And some strangers would be fine, too. I just want to, sure. you know, have a, have a chat. Well, I love that. Here's one. Would it change your mind if you got to sit next to the creator or star of the show and watch them watch the film for the first time? That's a great, great question. What do you think? It might. <laughs> it might. I, same. I mean, yeah. I, I think honestly, yeah. I, I oftentimes like watching people watch things right. more than I like watching it. Like, especially if it's a second time over, getting to see another person experience something you love yeah. or getting to see someone who is a part of something react to the thing that they made. Yeah. It's kind of a social experiment. So I'm trying to imagine like, okay, if I could see Jordan Peele see us for the yeah. first time. Yes. But in this world, because we work in television, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well, he's already been to the color mix. He's already been to the sound okay. mix. He's already looked at all the VFX. He's already gone to ADR sure, he's already sure. approved dailies blah 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 so is he really seeing it for the first time I guess time? a little different for the creators less different for like the lead actor seeing themselves yes lead actor I'm totally interested totally yes. like how'd you like your performance yeah here? like watching them watch themselves and have that emotional journey into that yeah because I feel like it is no matter who you are I can't imagine it gets easier to watch yourself no and screen. then also they're also processing how the people around them are totally processing it. so that's like I'm not even looking at the screen no, at that point I'm watching I'm just them, them. Are they laughing at totally. their, any jokes? Do yeah. they seem happy? Are they sweating? Yeah, like, do they think they're the shit? Like, one time I went to see a show on Broadway, and one of the singers, he sang a good note, and it was really good, but he gave himself goosebumps, and I thought that was, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen Did he announce this, or did no, you just No, I could see? see them. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I, like, won a lottery yeah, or something. I was going to say very close. Seats, yeah. But I was like, he just gave himself goosebumps. <laughs> that would be my superpower if I could have one, would yeah. be to sing so well that I give that myself I, goosebumps. That I impressed myself. <laughs> I may accidentally do that in the shower yes despite the fact i'm partially turned up <laughs> i'm like oh girl that was good that was good Go, goosebumps galore <laughs> so we're a yes on that yes, one also are. if we're ever in that situation invite us guys yeah. i'm ready to come I'm i wish i that. could have seen blake lively see a simple favor for the first I time i just watched it last night we, it's so good we got it free at the library it's so good loved it okay so another one would it change your mind if the theater was next door to your house uh or like for example <laughs> your house was moved so you lived in one of those glendale gallery mall apartments absolutely not that's too close to the bed bugs it's oh you're 
so right. It's, it's too, too close. close to the mall experience. It's you don't want to be near. No. You and I be... cannot go to sleep with like the smell of Auntie Anne's in the air. Oh man. So that house. is like one of my favorite smells. I know. But imagine if you smelled it all the time. I would, I would just want eat them all, all the time. time. Yeah. It's not safe. No. It would, it's a delicious smell, but it's like not it's safe. Not, There's it's times not where right. I pass it at the airport when I know I'm weak and I'm just like, oh no. Like I'm like, try not to breathe through your nose. Yeah. You're going to get it. Yeah. It's 6 a.m. and you're on a layover. The it's air inappropriate. is thick around an Auntie yeah. Anne's. Oh, it's so yeah. good. All right. Well, Anna Ams, we love you, but we know what you're doing with your yes. scent. You're sinister. Um, you're, yeah. You're, you know exactly. You're luring <laughs> us in with that smell. Would it change your mind if they offered a different type of concessions? And if so, what would that concession have to be? No, because what I would want is to have the lights on so I could see what I was eating. And also I'd want to have clean hands. And I don't think that the movie theater seat is conducive to that. That's fair. Eating in the dark is its own specific enemy. Yeah. But that's why popcorn culture is so great. Because you don't really have to see. You're shoveling it in. Yeah. It's very like passive. It's a passive eating experience. Totally. There is like the shame at the end of the theater when the lights go up and you get to see who made what mess. Yeah. And it's always I love the idea of popcorn culture. (laughs) I'm actually willing to say that popcorn culture might actually be toxic a little bit. Oh, how so? Because it's like there's just so much that is done in the dark that then gets exposed. You're getting judged at every turn. If you're getting a family size bucket or a small people, you're only getting a small or how are you going to eat all of that? Also, if you're sharing with people, there is no way you can agree upon the amount of butter you want to put sure. on. Sure. Oh, so and God forbid you go to the movies with someone who can't have dairy. Oh, that's devastating. So here's what you got to do. Let me tell you. I've mastered popcorn okay. culture. First of all, you always get a big because I found that if you get a big at many of the theaters, a lot of them are free refills and you can ask for the free refill up front and then gift your friend another box. And what? then who's the hero of the story? You are. If you don't want to do that and you want to get a smaller one to share, you ask for the trays that they use to hold the nachos. You dump some in then. You both get to You're have not your butter ratio. Nobody's asking to pass the popcorn. Yep. Solved. Yep. The only thing that I haven't yet solved is how to get a broom so that I can sweep my popcorn graveyard next to the seat over so both, it doesn't look exactly. like I'm the monster. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't look like I ate it without my hand. Yes. Which most of the time, half of it isn't even touching your hands. No, it's, it's such just, a handful. Yeah. yeah. Well, and popcorn culture at its best calls for no manners, really. It's an unrefined culture. It's very primal. Yes. If it will. is. It's incredibly primal. Would it change your mind if uh, all the movies you went to go see, you got to have a part in? <laughs> These just get aspirational. <laughs> Yeah, it would. Kinda, it kind right? of would. At that point, yeah. you're just like waiting until you Yeah, it's like, comes. oh, there's me. Cool. On the big that screen. seems like anxiety inducing because then I'd be Blake Lively watching myself in so a true. favor for the so first true. time. But that would help. I, I totally agree with it you. It would help. Capacity. It would most certainly make things more exciting. Yes. You but know then that your thing is coming. All the things that annoy me would annoy me extra. Like if somebody was talking, I'm like, oh, okay, they're man. talking over a movie. They're talking over my part. Excuse me. Then I'm mad. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Exactly. No, no, no. Please be quiet. Okay. Uh, can, can we start that part over? Yeah, can they we actually my rewind yeah. and go back? Oh, we can't because this isn't my house and oh. I just have to go with it? Cool. <laughs> Amazing. I think you've done a wonderful job of dying on this hill. Oh, thank uh, you. Are there any other points that you really want to stick it to to movie going experience and why going to the movies is trash? No. I think you've really you've done it today. Thank you. And with that, I would love to read you your eulogy. Please. <laughs> We have gathered here today to say goodbye to Lauren Ashley Smith, who has died on the hill of going to the movies is trash. 
Lauren is survived by her current job at A Black Lady Sketch Show, which you can check out on Fridays on HBO at 11 p.m. You can follow her legacy on Twitter at MSLAS at Miss Lass. Just know when you see her there, don't invite her to the movies. <laughs> we are so thankful to Lauren for being on this podcast and for sharing her last words with us today. Rest in peace, Lauren. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. Hey guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I'd Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you like most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at ByTaylorCox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.